Jensen Button, Max Verstappen, Esteban Ocon, Daniel Ricardo, Sergio Perez, Christian Horner, Nicholas Latifi, Antonio Giovinazzi, Will Buxton, Jamie Chadwick, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, Yuki Sonoda, Nico Hulkenberg, Serena Williams, Charles Leclerc, Gunter Steiner, Jerry Hollowell, Tiffany Cromwell, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, Lance Stroll, George Russell, Total Wolf, Sebastian Vettel, Pierre Gasly, Fernando Alonso, Alex Albon, Martin Brundle, Mick Schumacher, Roman Grosjean, Kimi Raikkonen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Roommates. We are three, usually four, Americans who discuss Formula One and other racing ephemera. I'm Andy. I'm Amelia. I'm Tommy. Good job, guys. Thank you. In 2014, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix drivers were awarded double points because Formula One wanted to force the race to go to the last race to create more tension. Basically, it was a dumb gimmick everyone hated. And as we get to the end of another very tight race, people are remembering the fact that at some point Formula One did this. They quickly gave up on it. Everyone hated it and it never happened again. But double points does seem like something that would happen in a video game or Settlers of Catan or something. So if they can do double points, what other board game, video game, gambling, etc. features can Formula One add to the sport to spice it up? Amelia, what do you think? I think the driver should have some kind of side quest or challenge like i think fernando alonso is the mini boss that they all have to get around in order to win the race like i think he's proven that he's the best defensive driver so i think some kind of you know challenge or you know secret thing that they have to do in order to level up to the next course would, would be... it be like a story mode where everyone has their own hard race against certain drivers yeah like... so maybe alonso isn't everyone's mini boss like maybe um well, maybe he is, but maybe it's like Mick Schumacher has to like race the ghost of his father or like Nikita totally. Mazepin has to race Vladimir <laughs> Lenin in a car, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pierre Gasly has to, you know, overcome the shame of disappointing Helmut Marco, things like that. <laughs> he has to outrun Helmut Marco in his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Let's see. Max Verstappen um... has to... Uh, Go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Max Verstappen has to be kind to a child. <laughs> His <Verstappen>. own child. <laughs> Max Verstappen has to pet a kitten without hurting it. He has two cats, so I believe it. That's I believe true. he could do it. That's yeah. How many did he start off with? Yeah. How many rounds of reprogramming did it take before Max figured out how to appropriately pet a cat? But I like the idea of a therapy session. I do think that that would be a great special challenge for Max Verstappen. Totally. We could have the uh, Danny Ricardo um, uh, distress tolerance animal challenge where he has to overcome his fear of all animals. Danny, um, it's like he has all a animals. he has to he has to have one of those sidecars and there's a dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> like every there's one race where everyone is a sidecar with an animal in it, but for Danny, it's particularly fraught. <laughs> How about Danny automatically becomes world champion if he can survive one night in the zoo with all the cages left open? <laughs> <laughs> we bought a zoo, too, starring Danny Ricardo. <laughs> it's actually in the Saw series. I'm going to jump on what Amelia said because uh, I think specifically the idea of side quests uh, is a really interesting one. Not necessarily 
personalized things, but more like there should be secret races. And like you have to like talk to the right guy on another pit crew who like gives you a tip that it's happening. Yeah, it's it's like an eyes wide shut scenario too. Mm. And there's like just a lot of like secrecy and, and passwords and people in the know and like you need to kind of be in the right circles yeah. in order to I'd test. like it if there was like a built in moral compass too. Like what if Formula One took place in the heavy rain universe? What's the heavy rain universe? <laughs> If you know, you know. I can't right. describe that. Well, All I like, can say is Jason. I was gonna say that it's like Fallout, you know, or like any other game where you can choose to be good or you can choose to be bad, you know, like, like Fable. Yeah, Fable, same idea, I think. Yeah. But yeah, you can like choose to not kneel and you can choose to not wear an end racism shirt. <laughs> when you reach the top level of evil, you get to wear a shirt that says start racism (laughs) (laughs) gentlemen start your racism (laughs) and away we go with the jews (laughs) Uh, all right tommy what is your video game adjacent thing we should add to formula one Dude, I've had so many fucking half-assed ideas floating through my head, but I kind of just want to like expand on Amelia's last one with, with another one that probably no one else is going to get, except for David, but he's not here again tonight. <laughs> it would be awesome if there was, like, like in Lovecraftian games, like Arkham Horror, there's a sanity meter, and if you fail your sanity rolls enough, you just go completely insane and wind up adrift in time and space for a while. <laughs> So what if, what if like on the inside of your visor, if you fail your sanity rolls every lap so many times, eventually it just starts to show you your worst fear. Like Lewis imagines three races in a row of finishing second or, you know, Danny with the pets or Michael with his dad coming back to life and being disappointed in him or something. Oh, shit. (laughs) Or Lance Stroll's dad running out of money. (laughs) Charlotte Claire's hair being messed up. (laughs) <laughs> i'd also really like to see like a, a, a corner jail tile on a monopoly board where if you pass through a certain speed trap zone you get stuck in a penalty box for a lap or two that'd be fun <laughs> completely randomize it you know just to even the playing field a little bit more yeah i mean i like mm-hmm. the idea there being more more elements of just make it even more random there should be uh power up boxes i mean that's basically what formula e is yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're, they're incorporating fucking Mario Kart into real motor sports already, so. You know, they should do things like mushrooms, and I don't know what the stars would be, but we can workshop that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to fit so well at the, uh, the Santa Cruz GP. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, stars. also, the sanity meter, isn't that just real life? Like, you know, going back to therapy, Lando talking about mental health and whatnot. What is the stress of being a athlete at the top of your game where everyone's always trying to pull you down a level, if not a sanity meter, you know? Max has to survive one hug from his father. Actually, that's what <laughs> happened to Max's dad. He just, he failed a sanity check finally. Right, yeah. <laughs> Didn't take much. Anyways, you guys want to talk about Cutter? What happened to Cutter? Lewis Hamilton was really fast. He was faster than uh, Max uh, in qualifying. He was faster than Max in the race, and he won. Um, I think it was the greatest disparity between pole and second place in qualifying that they've had all year. But not just Lewis Hamilton was fast. Fernando Alonso was fast. He was P5 on merit due to some grid penalties that Terry and Max got for ignoring some yellow flags. 
he got up to P3 at the start, and he basically held on to on to P3 the entire race and finished on the podium for the first time in seven years. Alonzo, good to see him. You love to see a, a scrappy old timer show everyone he still got it. That was definitely the race to to separate Alpine and AlphaTauri for sure. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. I was enjoying the the neck and neck. Who knows? Maybe in the next race or two, you know, even things up again and make it exciting. But that was a uh, I don't know. It was a day of dominance compared to a day of just shit luck for the other team. Yeah. What else? Terry DNF'd, uh, a lot of yeah. people got tire punctures, the track was really tough on tires. So we're, we're looking at only a five point differential between Mercedes and Red Bull and the constructors now. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy how every single Formula One content creator has just been exploring every possible permutation of the points for the next two races. I did really like that one that Tommy from WTF1, the inferior Tommy from Formula One podcasting. I really like that one that he shared that was like, uh, El Plan is Alonso wins if everyone else is disqualified. (laughs) Technically accurate. Uh, I love it when a plan comes together. (laughs) What was the thing with El Plan? I kind of missed that. Um... Wasn't it just like a bunch of Alonzo stands being like, kind of like the way that, you know, with Elizabeth Warren, everybody was like, no, you don't get it. She's got a plan. She has a plan for everything. Like, they're like, no, in, in Alonzo's infinite wisdom, he's going to find a way to become world champion again. Just watch. Keep watching. Yeah, I mean, basically, Tommy's right. Like, he, he was just mentioning that, you know, the, the plan is to have a good car. Like, the, the plan is just to have a good car for next season. And then, like, I think that gradually got shortened into, like, just talking about the plan, the plan, the plan, and then, you know. So you're saying trust the plan. Hashtag trust the plan. Hashtag Q-Alon. So. (laughs) Oof. Oof. (laughs) I think there's something there. I like it. What number is he? So the man that we know Uh, as Fernando Alonso is actually JFK Jr. (laughs) If you look really closely. <laughs> he looks more like JFK Jr. than any of the other five people that claim to maybe be JFK Jr. Yeah, when, when he retires from Formula One again, he's going to go explore another avenue of motorsport, which is driving the route of the Dallas Motorcade past the book depository. <laughs> oh, this is actually really sweet. Alonzo requested the number 14 for it's been his lucky number since his World Karting Championship victory at the age of 14, on July 14th, which is my birthday. Wow. Oh. Well, how do we get from there to 17, which is the number of Q? We just add three. Sure. Done. Done. That's, that's numerology, baby. Yeah, stay woke. <laughs> I hope there's Formula One adjacent Q and on theories. Wait, who's number three? It's Daniel Ricardo, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Daniel Ricciardo is JFK Jr. (laughs) Daniel Ricciardo is definitely not JFK Jr. (laughs) There's one thing I'm sure about is Daniel Daniel Ricciardo is neither JFK Jr. nor Q. No one has used number 17 since Jules Bianchi in 2014. So Jules Bianchi is Q. Maybe. Oh, number retired. Oh, the number 17 is retired in the FAA following Bianchi's death in 2015. So, he's dead, or is he? 
Maybe he just went into hiding to hide from the deep state and to get the number 17 out of Formula One. And now Fernando Alonso might not be JFK Jr., but he might be Jules Bianchi. Hey, actually, that, that would be a really fun segment for next time. Who is the deep state of Formula One? <laughs> is it Michael Massey? There's got to no. be several. I mean, it's the stewards, obviously. It's whoever yeah. controls the stewards, because... Who, who does control the stewards? I can't believe that they are allowed to race at Cutter, because it really seemed like that course had literal spikes on it. There were, like, five tire punctures? Like, Four. it did yeah. not seem like Cutter was built for Formula One racing. Well, it was built for Motor, MotoGP, so you're right. I meant built like, I meant more like, but it was suitable for Formula One racing. Right, right. Yeah. Built different. It's built wrong. It's built, <laughs> built incorrectly. RIP to your grandma, but it's built different. <laughs> but, but what's funny, though, is like all the drivers were like, oh, I fucking love this track. I mean, in so many words. Pierre Gasly was like, it's in my top five. And it's like, really? Why? Yeah, what? I think it was fun to drive, but still like the spikes and the sand. Those things you think would prevent you from enjoying a nice few laps around the course. Yeah. I mean, I like the shape of it. I'm still not over the ditto turning into a cactus shape that we discussed last time. <laughs> that, that how many people stole my joke of on Twitter. It's fucked up. So many. Honestly. So many. Yeah. Well, it's because no one, we had nothing to say about the course because no one knew anything about it. They never raced there. They never practiced there. So, you know. We all had to make the same jokes. It happens. And it's going to happen again this week. It's going to happen we've... again this week because we don't know anything. Yeah, it looks like a spoon. Oh, yeah, it does. It looks like a real weird, long, fucked up bar spoon. Oh, it's definitely a fucked up spoon. It looks like an absinthe spoon, you know, where it's like got <laughs> yeah. the little like, or it looks like a spoon that's been through the garbage disposal. I actually watched a couple rounds of some esports drivers doing laps at Jeddah. it's super fast passing is impossible and since it's all concrete walls there's probably going to be a bunch of incidents so it seems like what the uh, the deciding factors of this race will probably be what quali incidents and yeah. undercutting so like a lot of a lot of courses i mean i think incidents i think that we're going to see a bunch of people misjudge things or end up in the walls. I second that. Much like Baku, right? Well, Amelia, what is what do the stars say about Jeddah? Well, it's funny you should mention crashing because we do have the moon Uranus aspect that seems to have coincided. Hey, the crash aspects are back. Yep. So I think someone's going to crash. I think maybe multiple people will crash. I don't know if it'll be the heroes of our story, Max and Lewis, but... I predict crashing, maybe not in quali, maybe not in free practice, but at least one during the race. Ooh. If there's no crash, I'll, I'll... You'll eat your tarot deck. I'll eat my tarot deck. I got to make eat... a new one for 2022 anyway. You'll eat your orb. I'll eat my orb. <laughs> you better not be up devouring your orb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me till I've devoured my orb. Oh my god, she literally just predicted a championship and then started pondering her orb. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton on the podium, pondering his orb. I actually do have an orb. Ooh, nice orb. Thank you. 
Yeah. So the orbs say that say that there's going to be a crash. Everyone's talking about how it's going to be like a slam dunk for Sadie's victory, but in this chart, the planet that represents Lewis is not in a good condition, and it's it's basically in the the house of its opposition. So that's not a strong place for a champion to be. So I don't know. I'm not convinced that it'll be like a super straightforward. Oh, it'll be a super straightforward race where Max wins either because the condition of that planet is also not great. So who does have a good planet? Um, it's unclear. It's totally unclear to me, which is exciting. Yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever planet is Jupiter in this chart probably has the best chance, but that remains an unknown. How how does it remain? Well, because when you, when you, um, are assigning, you know, placement to different things in a horror chart, it's basically a question of will the champion win as predicted? And so you have, you know, the champion who's represented by this planet, and then you have, you know, everyone else or his opponent, who's represented by this other planet. So you have other stuff going on in the chart, but it's not necessarily assigned to anything. And you can kind of go through like natural rulership or, you know, look at the um, significations of the other planets in the chart, you know, assign them by hand to other teams or other drivers, but there's nothing in the technique that makes that, you know, super clear. So we, we basically only know who the major players are and how so they'll fare. The question is, is this person going to win the race, right? That's the question. Yeah. So yeah. could you ask us something like, is Pierre Gasly going to once again end up in fourth place 20 miles from anybody on either side? Totally. You could definitely ask that question in the chart, but mm-hmm. you'd have to draw a different chart. It would be a question for this moment in time at, you know, 7.58 in Brooklyn. And I would be looking at that chart rather than the event chart, because that kind of question, its chart is drawn based on the time that the astrologer has received and understood the information okay. and is less about the actual event chart. All right. So whoever is Jupiter in the chart you're looking at is going to have a good day, but we don't know who that is. And not even a good day because it's like still not in great condition, but it has the closest aspect to what represents winning. So I, I guess that's why your like bookies odds factor in so much in, into your predictions, right? Right. That's why I'm constantly like, wait, what are the odds this week? Like, what what did they say? Can anyone get me Got this it. information? Okay. Well, that makes me feel better because I was worried you were a severe gambling addict, and <laughs> that is not the case. She's gonna have the the biggest orb you've ever seen next week. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've gambled approximately three times. I think I've won a total of $7 and basically just like lit $50 on fire. You guys need to come to Foxwoods with me and Sophie. So you've lost $43 is what you're saying. (laughs) What are you guys doing for New Year's? You want to go on a gambling trip? That's like a year away. Hell yeah. A year away? Amelia, are you okay? (laughs) No, I'm sick. What is this, Interstellar? (laughs) On Amelia's planet, <laughs> one minute is 25 years. It feels like it. Andy, to answer your question, uh, we were thinking about having a pregame thing at my place uh-huh. and then moving on elsewhere after that. But yeah. it remains to be seen. What Do you have something in mind? Well, Sophie was trying to figure out if she's going to throw a party. But honestly, I think it would be really great to just get like a handful of people together and just go to like Foxwoods or something because it would be silly. I've never been gambling. It sounds fun. You should go gambling. 
I went one time to a, a Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Florida, and I won twelve dollars. <laughs> it was nice. all right. I yeah. I uh, know enough that I'm not bad at poker. I am not good at blackjack. And that's pretty much where my allegiances lie. I'd like to learn how to play Baccarat, because if we ever go to Monaco, I'll need to know how to play Baccarat. Speaking of Monaco, you know who's moving there? I do. Uh, Lander Norris. Correct. Our boy is finally moving off campus. Yeah, he's leaving the nest. He's like moving into the frat house. Yeah, he's, he's moving. He's, he's going to frat row. Yeah, Monaco is really frat row for, for F1. joining... Yeah. Uh, Sig F1. I hope he does well. Actually, <laughs> good, good luck the, the only reason that he's he's moving to Monaco is because he heard that the internet connection speeds were higher. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> he's mostly worried about latency. His, his ping speed is so much lower there. Yeah. He's just going to be fragging noobs left and right. <laughs> Do we know what he plays? Like, what, what game does Lando Norris play? Candyland. <laughs> Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Clue. Plays a lot of Uno. <laughs> oh no. Who do you think at the? Uh, who do you think on the grid is the best at Clue? Uh, Fernando. He no, I think. Re- <laughs> I think Fernando would be terrible because he would just assume that everyone was guilty. <laughs> It would be like first turn, and he'd be like, it was Daniel Ricardo with a sledgehammer. I don't fucking know. I feel like that's Seb. Seb is out here snitching on everyone. That's true. Yeah, you're Officer right. Officer Seb, right. yeah. But I also feel like it'd be challenging because I don't think half the grid would, like, understands what a board game is. I don't no, think be terrible. Lando Norris or Carlos Sainz understands the concept of like a game that you play that isn't. You know, they'd be like. I think Carlos would be able to understand the rules once he read them, but like Lando conceptually would not understand. I think Carlos and Charles are both a little bit dumb. I don't the think game Carlos would start is dumb. And I think Charles Toto, is dumb. I I could see that. The game would start, and Toto would immediately turn to Michael Mossy and say, "It was Max Verstappen with the rear wing." <laughs> But before that even happened, Helmut Marco would release a statement in which he thought it was unfair that there would even be an accusation that Max Verstappen could do such a thing. It's somehow racist against the Dutch. We need better Dutch jokes. <laughs> I'm getting real weird with it. Well, it's just, it's just it's a problem because we find, we find the Netherlands so funny, yet we have no real reason to and nothing to work with particularly. <laughs> we're not this even out here making we're, windmill we're jokes. Box. We're just like we're talking about Twizzlers and licorice. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do like licorice. That's a thing. Max for Stroopwafel. Like, the Scandinavians are like the licorice people. <sighs> Close enough. Dude, their candy is weird. I used to live with a girl from Norway, and their oh, candy yeah. was fucked up. Yeah, they have like salted licorice. It's really strange. I love salted licorice. It's so good. Yeah, well, you live in a Finnish co-op, so... It's true, yeah. They jumped you in. <laughs> yeah, you joined the Brotherhood. Just nothing but sniper training and uh, salted licorice. <laughs> what more do you need? What more do you need? <laughs> your, entire, your entire lobby is just filled with booby traps uh, designed to take out tanks. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the Caltraps building. <laughs> Caltraps building. <laughs> 
Speaking of things we need in Formula One, Caltrops. That would be sick. Okay, how about like a James Bond style racing league where like every car gets oil slicks, Gatling guns. We got we got fucking smoke screens. We got ejector seats. Dude. Danny Rick would use that for the puppy in the passenger seat. Oh no, Airbud. <laughs> It's got a little parachute. He'll be fine. Do you think that a bullet could penetrate a Formula One tire? Do you think that Hell a Pirelli? Yeah. Do you think a Pirelli? If, do you think the no. soft can take a bullet? I bet the hard I can, I, but I don't think any of them can take a bullet. They're look at how the the track and cutter ate them up. Like they can't withstand a bullet. Dude, if Danny Rick likes American out. football so much, we should send him a VHS copy of Airbud Two Golden Receiver. <laughs> Does he? I mean, I'm just assuming because he's got such a hard on for the stars and stripes. You know. I mean, we saw we saw Alex Albon and uh, George Russell out there in their Miami Dolphins jerseys because they sent the Dolphins to go in London this year. Hey, remember when 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 Russell and Latifi had to throw the old pigskin around and everybody was like, "Oh wow, Russell could be a quarterback." When Latifi was throwing fucking bombs, that's wrong. Yeah, he that's was wrong. so much better. Like it was yeah. it's really fucked up how much better he is in every single challenge. Like Yeah, except for driving. Except for driving, which is the one but that But even matters. then, I mean See he needs to learn I to mean, focus. He needs to spend less time uh, less time practicing <laughs> his jump shot and more time practicing his brake differentials. Check it out. It's Dutch clue. Miss Dodspill. Let's see this Dutch clue. <laughs> Rosa Rudhart, Dominique Grunwood, Miss Blau Van Drait, Colonel Von Gielen. You know what I was reminded of randomly today for my for my group chat with my roommates and our our friend Nor was. Do you remember Cheezosaurus Rex? Uh, yeah. it vaguely rings a bell. Well, it was the mascot of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. It was a yeah. big, orange, like, friendly-looking dinosaur. Looks more like a Brontosaurus, I think. Someone on Grailed is selling the dopest fucking t-shirt I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I want it so bad. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he looks, like, so smooth. <laughs> What's your dick like, Sorry. homie? What are you into? <laughs> Waxed clean. He got that full Brazilian swag. <laughs> he got Velveeted. <laughs> you know, you just put the blazing hot Velveeta on there and rip it right off. They gave him the full yellow American. I guess it's cheddar. Are you going to send us the thing from Grailed? Oh, yeah, totally. Let's, uh, well, before we move on to more Jesus or Rex talks, we want to do predictions for Jeddah. Fuck. This guy is so cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see if that worked. Oh, yeah, dude. Yo, look at the back. Come on. That's pretty great. Yo, this shit is tight as fuck. Yeah. Our 100th Patreon subscriber gets a Cheezosaurus Rex shirt off of Grailed. Speaking Absolutely. of which, you guys should both check out the link labeled Should I Buy This Coat for a similar valuation. Yes, you should buy this coat. Yo, this is dope as shit, dude. All oh, right. it's on Grail too? Oh, fuck. All right, Jetta predictions. Cheddar predictions. I'm going to go first because I know you guys are scared. I'm not um, scared. You're scared. You scared. No. I'm going to say Gasly first. 
Whoa. Okay. Let's get sexy. Yeah, because if something if it's gonna be weird, it's gonna be weird. I mean, like, you know, Geisley first. Let's get Leclerc in second, Botas in third, hmm. and then Max in fourth, and Hamilton in fifth. Wow. Be some chaos. Okay, I think Ham Ver bot pair Leclerc. Okay, Andy. Okay, so you had Gasly, Leclerc, Botas, Verstappen, Hamilton. All right, so you got a bit of a revenge tour for your top three there. Well, I mean, so the word is that Pierre did great in Baku and maybe also Monaco. And Pierre is maybe good at street circuits. So Pierre might have an edge today. Tomorrow. That is because he is a street urchin. Right, yes. He knows yes. these streets well yes. from his days yeah. of being a pickpocket at the yeah. orphanage, living off of gruel and robbing the gentry. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm actually, I'm not even going to predict podium placement. I'm just going to say that by the end of this race, no one on the grid will be able to find their heirloom gold watch that was in their back pocket, they swear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lando already got his watch stolen, so. Yeah. We know where to look. We know where to look, yeah. This is going to be Formula One clue sucks. It's just everyone blaming Pierre Gasly for stealing their watch. (laughs) Okay, let's see. So you went Hamilton, Verstappen, Botas, Perez, Leclerc. That's conventional, but wise. How I'm often described. Just kidding. I'm described as neither of those things. I think you could be wise. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I don't want these problems. I was going to make a joke about Amelia asking someone if this shirt makes her look wise. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get that that uh, that craft one, and I'm going to ask if it makes me look cheesy. Oh, no. Uh, okay, you know what? I make these up as I go. I'm going to say I'm going to say Verstappen first. Um, yeah, okay. I, I know that the Mercedes is killing it, but... I think the, the new engine and everything was a factor, and I think that also Verstappen's rage might uh, might be a factor <laughs> here as well. Um, That's amazing. I'm going to say second. You're predicting a crash, at least one, right, Amelia? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, so I'm going to say Verstappen first. I'm going to say Perez second. Okay. I'm going to say Sainz third. For fourth, I'm going to say... Norris. Okay. And for fifth, I'm going to say Leclerc. Um, all right. Well, we, our predictions are locked in. They're weird, and I'm excited to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be great, but, you know... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just I, I feel like everybody's kind of banking on Hamilton to continue closing this gap, and part of me definitely expects that to happen still. But I just want to swing for the fences here, like I do with every one of these, where I'm never fucking right. Yeah, I mean, also like there's so, been so many like upsets and like weird things that have happened and like surprise results that yeah, I feel like anything could happen. So I'm, mm. I'm for it. It's just mm-hmm. such a tight, small course with so much so little room for error someone's going to a wall and i 
both the stars and logic tell us that someone's going into a wall. So Amelia, I'm I was curious. Uh, I don't want to overcomplicate shit that is already very complicated that you you do for this please, all the time. Please. But um, when you say that you're predicting a crash, um, is there anything more that you can glean from that? Or is there any world, basically, in, yeah. in which you can narrow that down to, is it likely to be a crash in the first corner as it tends to be? You know, I, I wish what I'd like to do is go back and take a look at the, the types of aspect to see if there's any kind of correlation with you know the magnitude of the crash. Because, for instance, at Silverstone, it was an opposition. And I think the, the way that Max and Lewis crashed together, um, you know, very much kind of represented that aspect. So this is a different aspect. This is what's called a sextile, which is an easier access um, aspect. Yeah, or actually, no, it's a trine. I'm sorry, I lied. But at any rate, it's an easier aspect. So we might get a less acrimonious crash, if that makes sense, like a less... Um, Something more circumstantial and maybe less like out for blood. Okay. Okay. Is this race at night again? Yeah, it's at eight thirty okay. local time. Because mm. I mean, I, I wonder if like if Pirelli misjudged the uh, the tires maybe a little bit in Cutter, and this is a new course, so Lord knows what it's actually going to be like when the track is less or rubber. It'll be finished. It is apparently finished. I mean, who are we to question? official pronouncements of the Saudi Arabian government. But um, what does it mean the track's less rubbered in? That means there's less grip, right? And that means that corners are harder and, and probably more skating. Yeah, it makes grip increased, I guess. I guess, yeah. More rubber on the track, but... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, I mean, I think, it's like doing... Katamari. It's like Katamari F1. <laughs> uh... That would just be great. I don't even know any jokes. Katamari F1. Um, yeah. Someone's going to the wall, and it's going to be real safety cars. The real safety, safety car. cars. Real safety car at Twitter. Twitter at real safety car. I think uh, the giant lead for Hamilton here has to be based off the, the fact that he's just he's hot right now. You know, he's ascendant. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's killing it. Um, all right. So we have, we have, we've spoken enough about Jetta. I'm going to buy that jacket and cross that off the list. Lando moved to Monaco. We did that. Um, do we have anything to say about Frank Williams? I don't think I know enough about Frank Williams to say anything about Frank Williams. Rest in peace. He was like, he was like the real guy, you know, like he was the last of the, the generation where, I don't know. It was just like, it was about like the, 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 the pure fucking like blood and guts side of shit. And then you look at his his son and like, sure, I mean, like he did the theme for like Monday Night Football or whatever, and it was cool. And then like, you know, like, you know, Frank the Third, like he did like the outlaw country shit, I guess. And, you know, the, it was that like raucous redneck sort of thing. But Frank Sr. was like, he was a classic. Um, I feel like of the new generation, Sean is my favorite. He's no Damon, but you know. <laughs> well, if I get stoned and sing all night long, it's a family tradition. Uh, Frank, why do you drink? Frank, why do you drive? <laughs> 
No one here listens to country western, do they? Not really. Okay, never mind. I do not listen to it. All right, I was doing a bunch of Hank Williams jokes. Never mind. (laughs) Make us a playlist. Oh, I can. I can. Yeah. Please do. The official roommates at Lock Country Selections. Brought to you by Grinds Coffee Patches, Carhartt Work in Progress, and Cluedo, Hasbro Europe. All right, Romain Grosjean <laughs> updates. What did he do recently? Did he get surgery again? He sold an NFT. He sold an, he sold NFT. an NFT. Everyone got mad at him. Everyone got mad at him. He didn't understand why. Um, he got a skin graft on his fruity little hand. described. I'm not being pejorative. Um, it looks like it was a the fruit. anniversary. It was the anniversary of his crash, so he said, "Happy Phoenix Day to everyone." <laughs> Hey, um, when in Rome, do as the Roman does, which is to say burst into flames. Yeah, and then he was like, I guess he was like subtly trying to like blame Lewis Hamilton for the crash in an interview. I heard. What? Um, which interview? I don't know. I think it might have been the Nico Rosberg one, but I, I might just be trying I, to start shit. I cannot with Nico Rosberg. He's too, he's too peppy. He's so, he's so like, he's just coated in like a thin Tina of like grease all the time you know it's, like he's i feel like, like it's not grease it's shellac yeah it's like it's sticky like if you touched it you would like if you were a fly you would just like die there okay <laughs> that's actually how he feeds wait he really tried to blame lewis <laughs> i don't okay i think like i'm making it sound much more dramatic than it probably was but yes it's irresponsible okay. for you as a podcaster I mean, just be starting shit like that. No, you should definitely keep doing this, and, and if anything, increase from the the Tommy School of Podcasting. But maybe we've been looking at the wrong people. Maybe we've been waiting for Dark Lando. We've been waiting for Dark George. What we should have been waiting for was a movie that came out several years ago, Dark Phoenix. Oh shit! The movie sucked. <laughs> well. You know, they were following their idol. They crashed it into a wall and burst into flames. <laughs> Starring Sophie Turner as Romaine Grosjean. <laughs> and Jessica Chastain as Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> and Kevin Magnuson as Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, who would be Wolverine? Clearly Fernando, right? It would be Lance Stroll because he looks like Teen Wolf already. And he's Canadian. Canadian. Oh! Hey. Wait, does that mean his dad would be Sabretooth? Because his dad is Sabretooth? Wait, is, is his dad Sabretooth? I thought it was close his, enough. Is this war, his war buddy or something? Uh, I think it's his dad or his uncle or something. Either way, Lawrence Stroll as Sabretooth. Lawrence Stroll <laughs> is the same initials as Lee Schreiber, the guy who played him, so yes. Um, what would, movie was bad. What would Kimi Raikkonen's power be if he was an X-Men? Leaving. 